Welcome back into the Great Scott Show. ESPN Lafayette, the best ticket in sports, coming at you on a Tuesday. Normally, Jay Walker is with me on Tuesdays, but because of my travel, it's about a month apart. And then we will have a reunion, I guess, on the 19th of July, maybe. Jay, Jay misses me a lot. He texts me every day. It's like, Scott, I just want to tell you I love you. Just facts. And I just say, cool, man, thanks. And he's like, don't you have something you want to tell me? I'm like, I like you, I guess. I'm just kidding. I love Jay Walker. But no, uh, Jay's out. But joining me for a few segments this morning, once again, after coming in yesterday with a hell of an introduction, is Blaze Bro and Nick Sheremy. Good morning, fellas. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, man. How's it going? All right. So we got uh, nicknames yesterday. Uh, Nasty Nick. Yes, sir. And then, I mean, Big Blaze? I don't know. I don't know. We we're still working on yeah, Blaze. Yeah, that one's gonna have to go back into the shop, maybe. Was, okay, <laughs> we're still yeah, well, we're still working on we're still working on uh, on Blaze's nickname. It'll just gotta come nasty. But some somehow that didn't nasty Nick just somehow fit. Nasty Nick does sound really good. I must say, it's just a, it's a really good on air name. <laughs> Is that hey, a thin you? I no, love how he's like it sounds perfect. It sounds perfect. <laughs> you ask anyone that knows me, and they'll tell you that's exactly oh, it. Oh my goodness! I'm gonna ask oh, your yeah. girlfriend. We'll see what she says. Oh, oh wow, don't. got some no. reputation. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm just no. saying there's a lot. You introduce someone as like like Dave Schultz who used to be on in this market. I, I always just called him Dirty Dave. And I don't even know why, <laughs> but I just it just, just rolled off the tongue easily. I was like, Dirty Dave. And at one point he's like, Scott, like, why not? He's like, fair enough. Fair enough so, yeah. so whenever I talk to him every now and then, which isn't often, he's a mobile, but I'm like, Dirty Dave. He's like, oh, yeah, Prather. Hey, how you doing, man? Play some Yacht Rock. Um, so with that... Wanted to bring you guys on, and, um, you know, I think Lynn called Nick Nasty Nick because of his taste in, like, sports uniforms. Yeah. It Is was, that right? Uh, yeah, he's got he's got an interesting take there on, on the sports colors that he likes. He just said, I like, what did he say? What did you say, Nick? I like bright colors. I like bright colors. You sound like a <laughs> dog. I, I don't <laughs> I know what, what a tell kid you. would say. I like bright colors. We're talking about the mustard yellow Rams uniforms. Oh, God. Oof. The highlighter greens for C- for the Seattle Seahawks. Oh, my God. That is terrible. Yeah, so nah, you, you, like, you like everything Oregon Ducks because they've got like oh, a zillion. Can I tell you, when, when LSU was kind of in that low years with less miles between their championship years and then when, when Eddie O showed up. Mm-hmm. It was it was the Oregon Ducks because I like their uniforms and nothing else. I I'll say this: I didn't mind it for Morgan because it was kind of it was like their thing. Yeah, like right. they they always were always changing it up and they kind of started the trend. So it's like, look, if you're the originator, yeah, that's fine. But or, then when when the other ones all started to, I mean, the Seahawks, their old uniforms, they were all right. But I mean, when they start going with this neon stuff, like I don't, I don't, oh, man. I don't need to watch highlighters on the field. I'll, yeah, well, you got to understand though. I also like the Patriots just announced that they're bringing back those old those throwbacks, old reds, those retro yeah. reds. Yeah, I love those too. They're bright colors. Like offensively, bright. that's not bad. That's but I like that's, those because they're bright different. colors. They're different. Yeah, they're, but they're know. but they're retro. Like they're 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 not like brand new. Let's be totally off the wall. Like these you know yeah, well, the like black saints helmets. You right. Know? Oh well, uh, we're to, <laughs> we talked about this last time too. I don't know about that one. I mean, well, I think I think the most concerning thing that Nasty Nick said was that he liked the old. Vanderbilt-looking mustard gold Saints jerseys, which I they do. didn't wear often. 
And and those things are not a fan. Those oh boy, cue the Stone Cold Steve Austin meme. Not a fan not because a fan. Yeah. first of all, I I didn't like it when they came out, but I was also at the game in '02 when they lost to the last place Vikings on a two point conversion when Dante Culpepper fumbled the snap but still picked it up and ran it in, and the Saints who were nine and four managed to lose. Three games in a row to three last-place teams play their way out of the postseason instead of playing Jake DeLome when Aaron Brooks was clearly hurt, his shoulder was all messed up. And so not just the fact that the jersey was ugly, but it also just the first time they ever wore them, I immediately think of the game, and I'm like, I it's, was there. I yeah, it was it was a bad day. Those jerseys got some bad memories for yeah. you. It was a it was a really bad but day. Blaise. You don't think that causes some bias because I didn't see that game and I have no bias against those jerseys. Like I said, going into the game, I was like, these are pretty ugly. Wow. Bias or not, they're ugly. still they're still ugly. If your uniforms suck already and you want to try something different, okay. Like the Saints uniforms are fine. That's fair. Yes. I, I will say, like if the Browns ever tried a new uniform, we'd be okay because the Browns uniforms are just. It's dull. it's really hard to not like. Any any color scheme that is surrounded with majority black, it's really hard not to like. But then the black and gold just go so good together. Like the Steelers regular jerseys, regular uniforms, like those, uh, they're fu- they're good. They're classic. They're not like over the top. Like oh my right. god. But like I feel like Saint Steelers. You look at those old classics, and, and that's the point. you have the black color scheme with the yellow and the gold. Like it just it works. Like what's a what is a sports team that has like. Black is one of its primary colors. I'm not talking about like when the Bulls wear those ugly black jerseys because the Bulls, right. Bulls are nice. Like what's what's someone? What's a team where their one of their primary colors is black and the in their uniforms aren't good or solid? Oh man, I would have a hard time. I, mean, I think Blaze is he's on to something. Yeah. I yeah. hadn't thought I, of. It. I think it's a really good point. I mean, I almost have to like pull up teams and start. Yeah, I mean. It's just one of those black is one of those colors you can almost pair it with almost any other color and yeah, it it complements nicely. Very, I don't think I've ever think seen. That, maybe you could find one. Maybe maybe somebody could could, could send the show like the White Sox. There's there's the nothing there's nothing fancy about the uniforms and yet they're kind of awesome. It just looks clean. The Mets are awesome. The Mets. That's where black. No, no, they're, they're not, yeah, but they're blue. They're, they're blue they're, at their heart. Their primary colors are royal blue and orange, and I don't. As a Mets fan, I don't like when they wear black. Oh, you thought I said all. Mets. I said Nets. I'm sorry. Oh, Nets. Oh, the Nets. Yeah, Nets. 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 Okay. I, was like, wait, I thought you said wait, Mets, no, too. The Mets, the, yeah. No, the Mets are blue. The Mets are blue. I'm with yeah, you. Yeah, I say, I like the Nets. But when it's your primary color, see, I, I guess because the Brooklyn Nets haven't been around long, I don't. I guess I don't have a strong opinion about it yet. Like, there's nothing wrong with it. But, like, when the Clippers wear those, like, Grand Theft Auto-looking ones with, like, the black, it's know. like, No. When it's not your traditional, wear your your white, red, white, and blues. Like that's that's you. You don't need to wear this. If you if you try to pull off the black and it's not one of your colors, it ain't happening. Right. I guess I don't know. I, I I'm a big sucker for blacks. I'm a big sucker for all white. I love that. Just like, strong statements. I like that kind of stuff. But then we talked it's about Oregon bold. and black is. Black is definitely not Oregon's primary color, but they pull it off when they do do very well. They've got a lot of different uniforms that they've incremented that black in there, and it looks very good, even though green is their, their you primary understand, color. The Oregon has a cheat code. They have the Nike place right, like, you right. could well, walk Phil to Knight, Nike right. from they got right. Phil Knight. He, he's like, putting up the money. The Spurs, not a team I root for, but, I mean. Classic, it, yes. It, it's like there's a there's a, it's a clean, traditional look. To it. Now, having said that, fellas, what what is the – what is the etiquette for wearing jerseys or or yeah, let's just say jerseys as a fan? Blaze, you you first, and then we'll let Nick. As a it. fan, yeah, like what's the etiquette? Like, are you 
is is it a bad look if you're just rocking a jer- if you just roll into the gym in like a, a Carl Malone jersey? Oh, if you're rolling into the gym, yeah, you normally got a label on you, and it's normally not a label that most people are fond of. Um, it rhymes with sushi bag. Uh, you don't you don't roll up to the gym with any kind of jersey. So don't worry. I'm asking Blaze because he's in the gym all the time. Yeah, no, don't ask me. It's normally yeah. Uh, you don't yeah. No, that's not a. Uh, I wouldn't. I would never roll into that, to the gym with a jersey. See, back back <laughs> when I I used to lift weights all the time. Now this feels like a lifetime ago. All like every day, sometimes twice a day, and I did wear like an old John Stockton jersey. Oh, <laughs> man. Like I can laugh about it now. The cutoff it had this. It was you know it was just a straight up old John Stockton jersey. I had got I got it at a thrift shop in L. A. I think ironically, and um yeah I would I would I wouldn't wear it like every time, but it was like in the rotation of like. Right. I, I guess that's okay. A, no, no, it was not okay. Bro. No, was, it's not okay. Don't, don't give him an like out, man. Windbreaker sweatpants. Don't give him an out. I think the most. It was not. It was. It was not a. It was. Yeah. I. I. I just. I. I just didn't care. But of looking course. back on it, I can be like, I, I didn't care. But I'm sure people are like, okay, that's. There's some guys you can tell they're doing it for a specific look, and it's the ones who show up with either the Clippers or the Lakers jerseys. Those are the ones you can tell they're doing it for a look. All right, but like in general, jerseys are out at the gym. You don't want to wear basketball. You don't want to wear bait. Certainly, I mean, it'd be it'd be fun if you like roll up to the bench press wearing a hockey jersey. I don't know why that would be funny. <laughs> but you don't. The only jerseys you see at the gym every now and then is the basketball jersey. Right. Right. Like if you see a football jersey, it looks really out of place. It's like. You don't work out much, do you? No. no. You'll see people that work out a lot wearing basketball jerseys, and I, you know, I, I don't. I, I still go to the gym, but I don't like lift weights like I did when I was your age, Blaze. Yeah. But I wouldn't. I, no, I wouldn't. I, I don't wear. It's because they're sleeveless. The basketball jerseys are sleeveless, yeah. and it gets these guys the chance to show off show their, their guns. Process. I was. I used to throw it down. I used oh, to throw it down a long time ago. Hey, man! If it works, or some guys, it. it, it Despite the the stigma around it, if it works, it works. It was, you know. Yeah. You know I mean, I was a goofy guy. Um, still am, I guess. I'm guilty. Uh, people that way. So, all right. So Blaze has got the gym cover, but Nick, in general, Nick, Jeremy, Blaze, bro. I'm Scott Prather. What what's like? You see, let's just say it's a ran, random Wednesday. You go get you know something to drink at the gas station. Somebody's wearing a jersey. What kind of jersey is it like okay? And what kind of jersey are you like? So I don't know, man. If you're rolling around in any jersey, it matters what else is with it, right? right. So if you're just in a jersey with like some jeans or some, you know, workout pants or whatever, whatever you want to wear, that's fine until and this is the secret the secret sauce for me of of like this is what makes a this jersey is the a little bit bad. This, this is nasty the Nick's tip this right here. This is the nasty Nick line. All right. <laughs> This is uh they they take their hats and they'll just gently rest them on top oh, of their head. Oh god. And 9 times out of 10 that person walks out of the gas station to a truck that probably guzzles gas and is 7 <laughs> feet off the ground. So and wait, nothing against those trucks. What I if love they trucks don't have like a that. Hat on? If they don't have a hat on they're probably fine. I don't know. It depends like, how they treat the workers. It's just it's it's if kids obviously if kids are wearing jerseys it's fine. Anytime, yeah, it's fine to wear whenever. a jersey. Wear a jersey. Support your fandom. But, but I don't know, man. Like, I, if I if I just rolled into work every day in a Valanciunas jersey, it would be that would be. Well, work is a different situation. I mean, we. If I just rolled out of the house to go anywhere, I don't know. I feel like it would be. Maybe it's just as I'm getting older. If it's game day. Oh, game day is jersey day. It's fine, yeah. right? Now, now basketball season's long, so like season opener or big game, okay, sure. you don't want to do it all. But like, I feel like let's let's say football jerseys. 
if it's game day, it's cool. Right. You know, you're at the grocery store Sunday morning. Yes. It's all good. Obviously, if you're at the game, fine. I don't care how old you are. I don't care what your build is. If you're just rocking the jersey, like, just, like, to for the heck of it, because it's your clothes for that day, I don't know, man. I feel like now it's losing some of its power. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I and and I it know. looks it just doesn't look right. I don't know. That that that's something too. It's there's a cultural thing behind it. Like you know, someone rolls in wearing a LeBron James jersey, you get exactly like the kind of person they are oh to an gosh. extent. You know, <laughs> who? What kind of person would that be, Nick? <clears throat> uh, someone who maybe they, like they might not even follow know who LeBron James is. They think that it's a fashion statement. They want yeah, to right. So he's like. Kind of with the trends. Oh, LeBron kind of, yeah, jersey is just—it's just a fashion thing. I don't know. I'm, y'all, I'm not necessarily saying it has so somebody to. Somebody could just, so if I see someone in a LeBron jersey today, just out and about, they're probably not even a sports fan. They, they might be. Probably. You're gonna have to question him on it. See if he knows anything about LeBron. Like, like he might not know hey, anything. Man, where's LeBron from? Yeah, like, yeah, like if you if you see someone rolling around in like a Peja Stojakovic jersey, they know what they're talking about. But but right. even then it goes past basketball because nowadays I'm seeing a lot like the other night I went to a I went to a bar and it was a jersey theme night and a lot of a lot of jerseys you see rocking around now are the white Astros jerseys and it's the button downs but everybody has the button button and they'll have like a white T-shirt underneath that's a very popular one that hey, our people look, are bringing out now. What, what, yeah. what's what's wrong with that? I, I just don't like that look. If you want to do the unbuttoned button up shirt look, get a button up shirt. Don't get a baseball jersey. If you want to wear a baseball jersey, wear a baseball. Jersey. I I, I kind of like. Wait wait. So these aren't normal jerseys you're talking about? No, it's it has it's like the jerseys? ones that like button. It's like a jersey, so it has like the name on the back, but it has it buttons like straight all the way down the middle, but they'll well, leave it what, unbuttoned. But that's yeah. like, so no, that's a baseball. Jersey. Yeah, yeah, right. Every baseball jersey, baseball jersey is buttoned up. Yeah, yes, real of course. Yeah. yeah. So you're just saying button it or don't is your thing. Button it or don't. Okay. Yeah, that's yeah. my that's my take. I I, I kind of like I, I feel like baseball jerseys are kind of making a comeback in terms of. Just not so much fandom, but fashion, like yeah. he was saying. Right. Like I have a, 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 you know, a few Mets jerseys. I don't wear them a ton. I used to only wear them like if they were in a big game, which hasn't been that often lately. Yeah. Although the Mets are having a good season, but like I got kind of a nice button up one, and I feel like if you're like out on the lake or like at the beach or something, you just you need a you need something to like you could take it on and off when you're getting in and out of the water, or whatever. But I, I feel like ten years ago that would look funny, but yeah. I feel like today. Somebody's just kind of rocking a. Now, if you're rocking a hockey jersey or football jersey, I think it looks different. But baseball jerseys right now are they're kind of. They're definitely on the comeback. Not that any of us are like fashion experts. I mean, maybe you know we need later this summer. We need to bring on this. Y'all just inspired. I don't know how, but I'm going to get a fashion expert on one day this summer. And we're going to ask them, but it's only going to be about like what's in, what's out as far as sports, sports 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 stuff. I think that's good. That sounds like so, a great idea. So Speaking baseball of, jerseys are acceptable right now. Yeah. Unless you're Nick, it's like, but button it up. Button it up. Button it up. You, I've seen a lot of, they throw them on with, with shorts or with jeans. You know, it, it can works. go with a lot of different things. It, it works. works. Okay, it works. It works. I think, guys, I, I think hockey jerseys can work not like in the summertime, but like if you wear like a, a, a good looking hockey shirt in the winter and it's you kind of got pants, it, am I crazy? No, I, I actually I actually like it a lot. I take actually, that. I agree with that take. I've seen it, and I think I've seen it because it's not as common. Yeah, is it just because we're? Da- that's what I'm saying. Is it's it not as common we're out here. It it it's like it's something different enough that we're like, that's all right. Right. Yeah. Would we feel this way if we were in the Midwest? I feel I feel like it would be more acceptable more often if we were in the Midwest. So, what is the most 
What's the hardest jersey to pull off if you're just wearing it all the time? Is I would it say basketball foot, or football? I would football. say football. No question. Football. The, the shape and the, the, like the oversized sleeves. And like I was wearing that Steve Gleason jersey the other day. I looked like a freaking ghost walking in here <laughs> with that thing. It was just, it was just not. Especially for us down here in, in South Louisiana, it's, it's pretty much hot almost year-round around here. So the basketball works. You can wear the cutoffs, you know, yeah. the sleeveless. It the works. The Saints stuff doesn't work, and yet if you see someone in a Saints jersey, Sa- I'm talking about Saints, and you're, and you're down here, you do kind of smile, though. You oh, smile, yeah. You say, like, who that? It's not because you're not you, like, take it off, loser. You're well, like, who of course. It's not because it, but it's not because you think that they look right, good. It's right, because they're right, showing their fandom. Right, exactly. Yeah. You see them in a, in a Falcons jersey, and you're like, Get get out. I yeah. think that's it too. Leave. It's it's uh, it depends on like how what's the intent on them wearing it. And normally you can tell if it's a uh, you know you can normally tell if somebody who's a true Saints fan they they got the hat on or they got the you know the jersey on. You can tell they're doing it to show their fandom. And there's a difference with if a guy's showing up you know at a bar, the young guy showing up at a bar with a Saints jersey. Clearly he's doing it for a certain style, and it's like, uh, is that is that right? I, there's, I don't know. There's I mean, a whole I, I subculture. Don't, I don't frequent bars now. No, there's so I'm a not sure. there's a whole subculture of like college bar fly kids that they'll just it's Jersey night and you get a you know a free drink. See, when I was young, on, there was like when was I was younger, like, hipster jersey. So it had nothing to do with your home team. It had everything to do with the color of the jersey and like who the player was. Right. Like That's, you yeah. couldn't, you know, if you showed up in like a Breeze jersey, like, there's nothing hipster about it. If you right. showed up in a, you know. I don't know any 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 like well known player, but if it was just some weird throwback to a team or a player that isn't like hyper popular, it was like it was almost it almost turned into like trivia. Right? Like, oh man, who is that? Who is that player? Does that look? You know, I don't know. So what's what is your what is your take on retro jerseys? I actually like that. I like Huge that idea of throwing of throwing on a jersey that maybe somebody doesn't really know. A whole lot about and seeing, you know, how well do you know sports? Are you really into this, or are you just wearing it for the fashion? What, what's exactly going on? Blaze, Blaze, just all about quizzing. I am. He's just, he's, he's, a, he's all about like, he's all about like quizzing someone on the street. Dude, he's, he's a scary. He's, a, he's like a triple threat. He's got the, he's got the skills. He's got the strength, and he's got the brains. <laughs> I'm always. You got to be on your toes when you're around me. Uh, apparently, he'll, yeah. he'll just be he'll like, just call you unprofessional. He would prove it, Blaze. That's yeah. it. Or I have a friend who he's, he's infamous. He's got a name, and he'll be like. Like, he'll just throw out a name that's, like, popular right now, like LeBron James or something. And he actually really is a LeBron James fan. But he'll do it with almost any sport. And you you ask him about that player, and he won't know anything about that player. And it's like, well, what are you doing right now? What, what's going on? Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Oh, I'll tell, you, I'll tell you what does actually break the jersey etiquette rule. I, ha- I have a very intense opinion about this. Those okay. two-sided jerseys that's, like, the same player, Oof. but both, the, like, two yeah. of the teams they've played for. That's awful. That is awful. That no, is awful. That looks and like Alice in Wonderland stuff. Sadly, I have to actually call my own family. My sister-in-law uh, is a Saints fan and a Giants fan, and she had Wait, a what? She had a yeah. She had a Saints Giants jersey that just. So you're not even talking about the same team. It's cut now. You're talking about two different teams. Yeah. No, that's not. That's not real. That get no, get out. No, I, yeah, yeah, the, I, I just don't think that's. It's not. It's not extremely popular, but I have seen well, it. It was more popular than like the if, late. Unless, unless your kid, unless it's your kid. Yes, that plays. Sure. You have kids that play on each team. If Fuller. not, if not, get out. Yeah, like if if Fuller Stephon Trayvon one. Diggs' mom has like yeah. a two cool. jersey, that's cool. fine. Yeah, Sweet. oh, she's supporting both her kids. Yeah, but I'm well, pretty sure the Fullers did it a while back when it was Kyle Fuller and uh, I forget his brother's name, but there was the Bears and the Lions. One Fuller played for the Bears, one yeah. Fuller played that's for the tough. Lions, and that was one of the first times I had seen it, and I like that. Their mom wore it, and it was split down the middle, and I like that. That's fine. 
That's cool. That's a personal reason. That's like, like it's not one per. Like yeah, there's like five. You know the Watt family. There's only like ten people in the world. <laughs> Could you oh imagine? wow, that's a triple. A, <laughs> a triple Watt family Watt. split. Yeah. <laughs> what number would you go with? I guess just you just got to chop them up, right? Nines and W's and I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. ESPN Lafayette, the best ticket in sports. Um, Blaze, Nick, what jersey do you own? I know you own a Gleason jersey. Yeah. What's what's so? What you? I guess what, the last jersey you wore was that. You haven't worn a jersey since then, have you? I mean, that was just yesterday. That's the only jersey. <laughs> that's so. That's the only jersey I own that I actually wear. I okay. have three jerseys hung up. All right. I have a Chris Paul Hornets jersey. I have an old, old Scotty Pippen uh, Team USA jersey. Oh, wow. I had it. I had a, when I was young. I had an old Pippen jersey. Yeah, my brother. It was my brother's jersey, but it was. That's see. That's down. cool. That's that's yeah. a cool one to hang on to. I was actually that that actually brings me to one more thing about before we get too far away from it. If you wear a war a tore up basketball jersey to go play basketball, you're gonna you're gonna drop fifty points. Is that right? That's true. That's true. So so if you threw on that old Pippen jersey and we took you to Gerard Park right now, you're dropping fifty. Oh yeah. <laughs> I've never dropped I've never dropped five in a game. I would drop fifty if you put me in that Pippen jersey. Will if you could be... shove my my the, body into the video would tiny. be up on ESPN Lafayette socials immediately. Oh, I will that, upload it up there. Yes, Bad. yes. All right, Blaze. What about you? Uh, I recently just had to get rid of an old Jimmy Graham jersey because it's it no longer fits. But uh, I love Jimmy Graham. I wear that one for a long time. So uh, it's time for me to get another one. I have I have a it's not a jersey. I have a shirt with Cam Jordan's number on the back and it has the Saints. It was just something I had picked up. I was going to a Saints game last minute. Picked it up. Because Jimmy Graham was no longer with the Saints. But Jimmy Graham was a jersey I held on to for a long time. He was one of my favorite players, whether he was with the Saints or not. So you currently don't have a jersey? No, See, no. He, I think Blaze secretly judges anyone that rocks a jersey if it's not game day. I think he just secretly judges everyone. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> or maybe not so secretly. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty open, like, prove it. He, yeah, prove, prove it. it. He's like, prove, prove your fandom. Prove anything. Prove that you deserve to wear this jersey right now. <laughs> Um, ESPN Lafayette, the best ticket in sports. What, what about when someone's wearing a jersey to a game and it's autographed? Are you like, why? Like, you're gonna mess it up. Yeah. Or is, are you like, that's oh, yeah. cool? Put that. No, you put that in a glass box on the wall. I guess it depends. I don't. It, it depends because, like, if you're at a tailgate, uh, an LSU or UL tailgate, you know, some of those fans get wild, especially if you're a college student, and you see them like diving on like beer pong tables and like. And you got the autograph. It's like, why are you doing all that? Like, don't mess it up. Like, put that but in a case. You're sitting in like a suite. Yes. Yeah, that's different. yeah. That's fine. That's fine. Especially if it's if it's in like in a like a playoff game or something, and you're wearing an autograph vintage Saints jersey. That's cool. That's like, cool. that is awesome. All right. All right. I have an old Archie Manning signed jersey, a retro Archie Manning, but I've never like worn it to a game. Yeah. But you guys are saying it's okay. If you would, yeah. If, if you were to, like, if you hang it up, like that—that's what you should do, I think. But if you were to it's wear it to a game, in a closet somewhere, I don't know. I don't. <laughs> if you were to wear it to a game, like, I that'd be that'd be really cool. All right, All right. I might have to break one out next time. ESPN Lafayette, the best ticket in sports, Jersey etiquette. I think game days, games, Jersey night. Unless it's a baseball jersey, then you can pull it off anytime. That's on it. In closing, right. Nick, your 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 rules for for jersey etiquette. Yeah. All right. So you're with me, Blaze. What are your your in closing your rules? I would say time and place really matters. Like we talked about the gym. There's just some places you just don't wear a jersey. Uh, jersey night at a bar. I mean, everybody's wearing yes, one, so it's literally like jersey. Yeah, night. no one's gonna question you on like if you know that player or not. 
but I'd say baseball jerseys is probably the most acceptable. You can wear almost anywhere. You can, you know, dress them up, dress them down. Uh, that would probably be my go-to if I was just wearing one just for style, for fashion. would be a baseball jersey. Got it. All right. That is some jersey etiquette talk with Blaze Bro and Nick Sheremy. I am Scott Prather. This is ESPN Lafayette, the best ticket in sports. Trophies. I think the Stanley Cup trophy presentation is the best in sports. That was really cool to watch on Sunday night. We'll talk trophies and we'll talk travel. We have an on five segment coming up. Some of you might be listening to this while you're traveling, maybe via the podcast or something. Sometimes trips go exactly as you plan. Sometimes they don't. We are drafting the um, worst things that can happen to you when you travel. It's all coming your way on the Great Scott Show. It's ESPN Lafayette. Don't go anywhere. Into the great Scott show, ESPN Lafayette, the best ticket in sports. Blaze, bro, Nick, share me in with me this morning. Uh, one thing that that I've, I I forgot to bring up while we were talking about like jersey etiquette in the last segment, we're going to move on from it in a second. What about like on the actual players? Like, okay. Is there is there a time like is there a certain style in a sport and you're like not a Cue the Steve Austin meme, not a fan. It, I'm, I might catch some heat for this one, but I think it goes by by age, too. Like, I don't want to see a Tom Brady wearing a style of jersey that, like, Tyreek Hill's wearing. You know, Tyreek Hill, he, he folds it up to where his abs are showing. You know, it, I think if Tom Brady was still at his age trying to pull off that look, we'd be looking at him like, what's going on, Tom? Ever, I don't know that he's ever done that. Well, it, it just any, like, even if it was like, like, I feel like... A Philip Rivers would be the one to. Yeah, a Philip Rivers would be the one to try to pull that off. He would just do it just to troll everyone. Exactly. Oh, yeah. it would just be a. No, no, I don't. I don't. So basically, you just don't like the Ezekiel Elliott look. Right. Right. I. I. I it's like why? Why? Why are you cutting off half your number? Like it's. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not with that. I don't like it. I. Uh, for me, it's big. On, I'm big on the untucked jerseys. In football, those like form-fitting jerseys that are untucked and they kind of show like the, the the hem at the bottom. I actually dig that, even though it does make you easier to tackle. Untucked. So like, give me an example. I'm trying to. Uh, I'm trying it. to think. Uh, Stephon Diggs wears his his wears his jersey like that. Okay. Uh, it's, it's a wide receiver thing for the most part, and a couple of running backs do it too, where they'll just untuck it, and it's you're not supposed to. It's, the NFL doesn't like it when they do it. They usually get fined. But all right, it's. I feel like it, it makes it like a more. I don't know. It's a better line. It draws on the on the on the shape of the body. I'm. Very anti those loose quarterback sleeves. Hate those things. Yeah, that, can't stand them. They I think so that lame. goes. That also goes. I would say age plays with younger guys. Like you'll see a 
Justin Herbert right now. You know, he's got the tight sleeves on right now, showing off the muscles. He's a young guy. Uh, Patty Mahomes the same way. But then you'll see Tom Brady with the looser sleeves. You'll sell Phillip Rivers. Later, in, early in his career, Phillip Rivers wore the tight sleeves like Justin Herbert. But then later in his career, he wore the looser fitting sleeves. I, I don't like the giant white undershirt under the basketball jersey. I just I think it's it's like a the, weird look. The full like Hanes like cotton yes, undershirt, like giant white undershirt. <laughs> so you have like the sleeves and everything sticking out, but like the jersey's just on over it, like like Taco Fall kind of. Yeah, I guess, but I don't know that it's giant. He's so thin. Know. It's like it's. I'm not talking about like really tight. I mean like if you just went to the store or a gas station right. and bought a giant white tee. And then you put a jersey on over it. I mean, you see that in college that basketball. It just it looks so hot. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. It's like yeah, I, I, I just that. it's a it's a there was this guy, Ivy, who used to play for Texas way back in the day, and he would always have these giant shirts on underneath. And I'm like, I don't that's just Yeah, no, I'm with you on that one. Giant, I don't know. I don't know. But it, so actually to counter my my tucked in thing from earlier though, football jerseys t- untucked, love it. Basketball jerseys untucked look so dumb. Yeah, they're usually really long. They almost end up looking more like a like a like a dress or something than a, keep a, them a jersey. In. Yeah, keep them tucked in. Keep them tucked in. All right, in. all right. ESPN Lafayette, best ticket in sports. Stanley Cup Trophy presentation the other night. Um, I mean, I I don't watch a lot of hockey, admittedly, but I tune in to watch that. I I don't know what it is about it. There's something, although. It would be funny if they tried to make an owner skate around the ice with a heavy trophy. I would love to see Stan Gronke fall on his face. That would have been hilarious. But I like the idea of, no, this this trophy isn't for this person that's a billionaire. This trophy is for the player, the captain of the team to, to take first, skate around the ice, hoist it up, the fans celebrate. It feels real. I mean, the cup itself has people that have to look after it 24-7-3, it's their job. Follow the cup. Yeah. I mean, there's no cooler trophy in sports, right? It's huge, and it's 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 shiny, very shiny. So it's just – and you saw how much it meant last night for the Avalanche. And I think that's – you talked about the ceremony in the moment, and I like the idea of letting the captain take it around first. And you saw how much it meant to all those players and all those fans. And it's huge. It's probably one of the most iconic-looking trophies in sports. It's just – it's ginormous. I mean, I, I wouldn't even say one of Blaze. I would say – I think my South bias might come in here. I don't. I don't think it is. What? I just don't think. Nasty I think Nick, it's. He's back. I think it's. Look. I, it's. Don't get me wrong. Team trophy. No, Lordo every is. Year. Lordo is beautiful. I love Lord Stanley's Cup. I think it's an amazing trophy. I think it's a. It's a. It's in a great it checks sport. All the boxes and it's heavy as up. However, comma. Yes. The biggest sport in America, the Lombardi Trophy. There's a bunch of them. Everyone knows. There's a bunch of them. Of course there's a bunch of them. But it's, you know, you got to have something to keep to to commemorate the victory. Look, I, I'm, I'm a big guy to to, to buck tradition. I, I'm, I'm big on that. Yeah, with these but, jersey takes, I don't yeah. know. But I Nine just, meters. like the concept of just. Okay. I, you see, I, I, for the record, the trophy is cool looking. Oh, I love the I Lombardi. Do, of course. I like the look of it. I just can't put it ahead of the Stanley. No, me neither. Even though I, I love football and really don't have a strong opinion about hockey, like That's fair. it's you know in the trophy presentation, you know they wheel it out to the owner first, and it's not yeah, bad. It's not bad. I'll you say know. the Lombardi Trophy actually went up in stock when Tom Brady tossed it to Rob Gronkowski over the Tampa Bay Sound. Dude, my my That's, favorite photo of it is, uh, I mean, 
Yeah, the drunk Brady and drunk Gronk throwing yeah. it over the water. If they, if what if Tampa divers like <laughs> fish it out Dude, the bottom of the Gulf? That would have been. If fun. I had, if I was a diver and I had to fish the Lombardi Trophy out from that sound, I would not have given it back. Well, a it few years ago, mine. somebody was drinking uh, one of the teams, and I, I can't remember it was who Rob, it was. It was Rob Gronkowski. But for hockey, one of the teams, oh, they might have oh, been the hockey. Capitals oh. whenever they had won. They were drinking like champagne yeah, out of the Stanley Cup. They did the, yeah, I mean, they so do it's that. like they Avalanche were doing that the other night. They yeah, drinking yeah. that the the guys that have to watch over it. I forget what their names are, but there's a, it's like they look like they're from a Def Leppard video. Like their hairstyle is still like in 1985 or something, but they look after it year round, dude. And they have to make sure. Like I guess it's. But you, it's like you ever, are you ever at a party and everyone's like going, getting crunk, and you're just like totally sober because maybe you're working or whatever. Sure. Multiply that times twenty. This guy's with a hockey team that won the Stanley Cup. That's partying for like, I mean, I don't think the Avalanche are having a parade until like next week, like later in the week. Maybe I don't know. I could be wrong. I could be. Maybe it's like probably it's probably like in a day or something. But sure. nonstop partying. <laughs> And you have to make sure that these wild people don't damage the cup. Yeah. Like that, that, and you also that don't want to be that guy to tell them, oh, 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 like these guys won a championship. I mean, like you could, you could go Google some things that some former champions have claimed to do with insane. the cup. I mean, yeah. it's that cup. If that cup could write a book, it would be incredible. The stories it would have. You just don't have that with any other trophy. You just now, don't. does it stay with the team for for the whole year until the next championship is won, or does it go back to a certain facility I once think, the parade's I'm not, done? I think it's. I think it. I, I, I. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. But I think at some point, probably maybe the postseason or when you get to the finals, or maybe when that team's been eliminated and the Lightning weren't eliminated. I'm not. I'm not really sure. But every time that they say the cup is in the building, whenever a series is on the brink, then you have those two guys that have to look after yeah. it. They're there with their funny looking haircuts, and it's like they have white gloves on, and you're like, "Oh, this is yeah, this is fancy." That's cool. Don't get me wrong; it's cool, but it's just I guess I just don't have enough love for hockey to to really appreciate it. Because to me, the the trophy is only what the sport represents. It's like I think the the World Series trophy is cool. I think it looks cool, right? The college national championship trophies, for the most part, I'm not talking about college football because it's not technical. Uh, uh, let me let me rephrase. The NCAA national championship trophies right, are about ones. as bland yeah, and blase. boring as you can yeah. get. It could say anything on it, and you wouldn't even know. They all look the same. It's like it's not unique. It's like it looks like it's like it looks like it costs five dollars. Yeah, no, that's true. Like they they hand out nicer trophies in like select travel ball for five year olds. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, it's at the bottom of the list. I'm you, like, th- you just want a championship. It's got to be something better than that. And I like the idea of being unique, too. Like you said, yeah. for, with sports, football is different. I like the idea of being unique when you get to the, to the track and field or you get to softball. Yeah. They all have these these wooden plaque-looking things, and it's like it. there's no uniqueness. Yeah, there's like, do, that. do it for it, sport, for it, the different sports. It, it, I, guess it's, I guess it's apropos for the NCAA to just of course. Be, yeah, boring and bland, and you know this is what I it's think, all about. Now, see, I love the crystal ball, the inst- from from NCAA football way back. BCS, BCS, Sears Trophy or whatever, dude. That thing was so cool. I, I just like the idea of it's not metal; it's crystal. It's that pretty is cool. Such a cool, unique thing. And 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 it adds the element of like, if you you ever drop your iPhone without a cover on it, you're oh like, yeah, uh-oh, yeah, uh oh. You know, that's like Anthony Davis. Like anytime he plays, you're like he's basically like an iPhone oh, of without a cover. Yeah. But that crystal ball, seeing the players like all these college kids, you know, kiss it and hand it to each other. It's like I'm kind of, 
kind of nervous. Like, and tossing that, that thing around and at a parade. They, you want some, some, yeah. You want, and you want some symbology with that. That's that's how fragile it is to win a, a national championship because you could be the next, the very next year, you could have nothing. Like you know? Nick suddenly trying to get deep. <laughs> <laughs> suddenly, I've been deep. Man. That was awesome, dude. You like ah. some symbology. It really represents. I mean, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. But I don't. I don't think I don't think coaches like I don't I don't know that they use that one as like their I speech. would if I was a coach I would use that man <laughs> that was awesome Nick that was great <laughs> I, I think I'd be a great coach man uh, guys this is how fragile it is this trophy right there it could break in a second just like your dreams for this championship just like your will just like we're gonna break through the line there you go um the I don't remember what team it was but this was probably like ten or eleven years ago. I remember seeing a video. I need to Google this. Of they were they were pulling a prank on some of the players, and it wasn't. It was before the national championship matchup, so it had to be in the BCS era because you know they had this thing, and it was like they were doing a photo op media thing where they were all taking pictures with it, and they they swapped it out. And these players, they're like, "Here, hold up the ball," and it was it was it was not the actual one. <laughs> Kept breaking it, oh. and the look on the like the player would put it down. All of a sudden, psh, it, like, <laughs> that's pieces. cool. Dude, the look on their faces so were just. Some of them were like confused. Others were like panic. Like I, I didn't, you know, I didn't, I didn't do anything. I'm <laughs> that like, is cruel. That's pretty good. That's so, pretty mean. So yeah, uh, thumbs up for that trophy as well because you can pull off some pranks. Right, how do y'all feel about the um, the Larry O'Brien trophy? I like it. It's a. Uh... It's got a classic look to it. It's not as I wouldn't put it above other trophies. I, I wouldn't put it above the Lombardi. Definitely not the Stanley Cup. But I, I like the I like the look it has to it. It's a nice trophy. I, I do as well. Uh, yeah, I think it's fine. Like it's 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 gold. I, I if the Lombardi was gold, it wouldn't work as well. There's something about it being silver. Yeah, I like the silver. And and I don't know if the gold throws it off a little bit. Like I don't think it's as cool as the MLB World Series, whatever they call it, the Commissioner. So that's the only thing wrong with it is yeah. the name of it. But I think that I think that one is a little cooler. But I, I got no issues with the Larry OB. No, I got Larry. Yeah, I would put I would put MLBs above above the Larry O'Brien too. But it's not to say it's a bad trophy. I think it looks really cool. It's good for the sport. Interesting mention about trophies though. You got to think about like state rivalry trophies though too. Like the boot is one of the best trophies That's, in no, sports. Oh my God, it is. It is. <laughs> Nick. Yeah. The boot. The boot. I mean, I've heard players for years talk about how that trophy is just. Well, it's a perfect representation of what like, it is. It's the heaviest, ugliest trophy. The the only thing good about it is that you have it. Like they you don't yeah. you don't want the other to have it. But the trophy itself is that thing has been ugly and heavy. And that thing's been around a long time. I it's I, ugly. I, it's just it's, the picture of two states. It's it is one <laughs> it is one ugly looking trophy. What's the rivalry with the axe? It's a and Big it's Ten rivalry. Real, I, that's uh that's maybe Minnesota and Iowa possibly. The, the, I like the axe. That's axe cool. Is pretty good. I mean, I think it's. I'm gonna have to double check. I think it's Minnesota and Iowa. But I think the, a lot of those like college, like the rivalry, state rivalry, rivalry trophies are awesome. I think you need them. I guess part of my problem is I really don't think LSU or Arkansas. That's just something yeah. the SEC has always tried to force. Of course. So maybe if it was like real hated rivalry, I would feel differently about it. But it's always just been this ugly trophy that felt like the SEC trying wow. to force something on everyone. I think LSU and Arkansas are closer now than they've probably been in the last 10, 15 years, but. I would say almost A and M and LSU has been more of a rivalry LSU than, yeah, than Arkansas. LSU doesn't have a true rival. 
No, because they try no. to they try to force the Alabama thing. But when a you've lot, been whipped as many times as they have in the past, a lot of my friends, years, a lot of my Alabama friends say, Auburn. like it doesn't matter. Right, that'll always be their number one rival. Oh, a lot yeah. of my friends are saying, like my LSU friends are saying, it's Florida. They hate Florida the most. I, I yeah, hate in rival is Florida. different though. Hate and like Florida's Florida's top rival is actually Florida State. Yeah, I mean if you go in the state and yeah, you start talking to them, it's like. South Carolina and Clemson, like there's Georgia, Georgia Tech. They're not even in the same because they date back like over a yes. century. Yeah, you know LSU and Tulane for a long time truly were rivals. It's been a, a very long time since they were, but that was like an arch rivalry for a while. And ever since then, it's that, like I mean, that goes back to when like college football play, teams didn't even really play out of state though. Um, yeah, it's 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 been a while. I I looked it up. Uh, Blaze getting back to the axe. Minnesota, Wisconsin. My fault. Minnesota, okay. Wisconsin. Paul Bunyan's axe. That's I like that. Sick. The former trophy was just a big slab of bacon. <laughs> I'm not even real bacon or like a model no, 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 of bacon. No, 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 man. Just a dude. A six foot long axe. That axe handle. Paul Bunyan's axe trophy. That's that's pretty good. That's fantastic. It's one of my favorites. That's like fantastic. I think I think Washington Washington State maybe have the Apple Cup. So yeah, I like the idea of like. Rivalry trophies. I'm with you. The Big um, Ten has a lot of them. If you go look at the Big Ten, like it seems like almost every matchup in the Big Ten, there's like there's some of them that don't even make sense. Obviously, the Axe is one of the cooler ones, but they have a lot of trophies in the Big Ten because every team in the Big Ten is as good as every other team in the Big Ten. So everything's a rivalry. You need you need some history. You need. I I, I don't I don't like the idea of just present a trophy. Right. Um, right. And I get that the boots now been around for a while. As I get older, I just I never really like the boot. Very I much. guess the, it's less of the boot, and more what the boot represents to me. Like it's the it's the whole interstate rivalry thing. Like the, this I was is our never. And, but I, was, I don't think it's a rivalry. Yeah. I mean, growing up, I was never you, like you just said. LSU doesn't have a rival, so I it's the know, it's the closest they've got right they, now. They, yeah, I, I wouldn't put Arkansas as the closest they got. I would say Florida's probably the closest. The only one they that got has a, a rival. Uh, it's the only one that has a trophy. LSU doesn't have a true rival. No. Yeah. It, it, I guess I guess then you get into rival talk. You have like arch rivalries, and then you have secondary rivalries, right. or like you know. That's why I think LSU Florida like is a secondary. The rivalry. definition of a rivalry there there's no such thing as a so it's almost an oxymoron to call something a secondary rivalry. While we're right. on the the take of rivalries, I'm going to venture off just a, a little bit here. Uh-oh. I was pushing so hard in bowl season. Could we please get a UL LSU matchup? <sighs> Don't. Say. The four the past four years with as good as UL has been and LSU kind of been on a drop off. There was so much smack talk on Twitter between the two fan bases, just on every social media platform. So much smack talk, and just satisfy the fan bases for once, please. Just let them play. Never gonna happen. It's uh, never gonna happen. Never gonna happen in a bowl game. Never I wanted it so bad, and, and how it couldn't contractually. So right, it's right. never gonna happen. Um, which might be better because then you know fans can just chirp and. Yell and nothing ever. There, there's actually like happened. we we are in like a we're in like a beautiful like snapshot of time where because we can never have the game we can continuously chirp each other and we never have to continuously actually for the moment face up I the mean, consequences. You know, things can change. Oh, of course, you know, depending on if what LSU happens. goes, you know, three and eight this year or whatever, or if UL goes three and eight or three and eight, three seven, three and four and eight, four and eight. Okay, yeah. I don't think that either of those know. things are going to happen. By the way, uh, and no, they're not going to. They're never going to play in a bowl game. Unless it's the college football playoff, which that's never going to happen. No, no, come on. I mean, um, but you know, I do like. I, I they need to get back to playing in basketball. I do like that they play yeah. in other sports, but football, the, the closest it'll get is just a, a guarantee game. Which 
would have been really cool if they had had one last year. It would have been it would have been a different feel for sure since the last time they played back in in two thousand and nine. Um, the Claret Jug U.S. Open Trophy. There's something about a jug that you can drink out of. That's right? pretty good, right? I'm okay with that. Uh, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sit here and lie. I've actually never seen that one. Okay, all right, you can Google it. The U.S. Open. What about the World Cup Trophy? I like the World Cup. World Cup Trophy's fine. It's kind of it's like small. It yeah, you would think, yes, okay, you would think for like <laughs> as big as a stage as the World Cup gets, I mean, it's the World Cup. I know. You'd think it would be Stanley Cup size. It looks more like a, a an MV, like a player MVP trophy yeah. Yeah. than the World Cup. I mean, the, the, the golden soccer ball on top is smaller than an actual soccer ball. There is, there is, it, it, that's kind of just a soccer thing, though. I feel like soccer has always been a more laid back, like low key sport than. Are you, are you? I'm saying, yeah. I'm saying. Maybe in America. This is very. Maybe in America. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'll let him speak. (laughs) From 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 FIFA's perspective, like they want it to be a professional sport. They don't. You know what I'm saying? Like the fans, of course, want to go and shout and yell and do chants, but FIFA always wants wants it to be viewed with like, and you can see it in their marketing. It's like they want it to be viewed with this air of like, like Wimbledon or something. Yeah, they want it to be viewed like Wimbledon is, but then they have guys in this. Stands being just I yeah. all the way drunk and I shouting ex- em- expletives at people. Embrace the crazy man. Embrace that fan base. That's what I'm saying, and you that's know, why the, I think that's why the the trophy is so low key is because FIFA doesn't want people to get insane about it. FIFA's uh, FIFA's just they're, they're worse than the no fun league they're NFL. All, man. They're 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 as crooked as it gets. Oh for yeah, sure. <laughs> Sorry, I'm glad you explained yourself. I was like, yeah, yeah. I wanted to. <laughs> that's what I was trying to make clear. I it's was the like, craziest sport that, that from a fan base. Yeah, perspective no, that take would have globe. been impossible to defend <laughs> if I had not clarified that I meant FIFA itself. People, people have shamed and, and made death threats to the last oh, U.S. Yeah. team that did not make you know the what, World Cup. God, dude, you know it sucks. Is it is it Qatar or Cutter? I don't even Qatar. know. Qatar. Qatar. I keep. I always someone always corrects me one or the other. Like that's the other thing. If the World Cup was about to go, I would be so excited right now about yeah. – we're, we're, we're now – look, Stanley Cup, College World Series is done. I'll pay attention to Wimbledon, like the finals, but like it's not like this seasonal thing that it happens over the course of two weeks. You really don't start paying attention until the second week. Right. It's not – if the World Cup was happening like it should be, instead they got all – no surprise, dirty and crooked, and they're going to have it in Qatar. Is it Qatar or Qatar? Qatar, whatever. Qatar. The fact that they're having it there, and they're going to have the World Cup in the middle of, like, what is it, November? When you're going to yeah, have, I, like, college and NFL football, NBA basketball have started. Like, yeah. the World Series will have just ended. But, like, I, what a, what a, the worst time to have it. Like, if the World Cup, I'm from a U.S. perspective. Of course. But... It's always the same time of year regardless, and they decided to have somewhere where it's too hot to have it that time of year, so they're going to hold it. I just I, – I, I'm look, I get into the World Cup. It's the only time I really, really get hardcore sure. into soccer. Yeah. I, I mean, I just can't help it. I get swept up in all of it. Um, it's, a, it's an energetic thing. Like It's it's, it's awesome. I mean, yeah. it, four years ago, it sucked, it sucked that the U.S. men weren't in it. It was yeah. awful. You know, four years prior, four years prior to that, all of them, I can remember each summer just getting so into it, knowing that, look, you guys said about to win the World Cup, but if they can get out of group play, and oh, then, yeah. you know, you get to the ground of 16, and then just that, the nerves, I feel. Like, I, I, I working in this business, I don't get those nerves a ton anymore unless I'm, like, watching the Saints. But, like, never thought I'd get it watching soccer, but the World Cup for U.S. men, 
I get it, and I hate. I remember when they made it out of group play this summer, and the the excitement and all the energy around it. And I, at the time, I was still rather young. I was sixteen, so I was like, I wasn't as huge into sports as what I am now. I, I watch sports a lot, but I wasn't big into soccer definitely. And I was like, what's what's the big deal? Like, what's the what's the hype around it? I just remember everybody just being like, so like they made it out. They're in the round of thirty two. Let's go! And like they were just pumped. Yeah, yeah. Um, you're right. Yeah, getting into the round of thirty two, like. In 2010 and in 2014, man, those granted gut wrenching losses, but there's yeah. every kick, every time he gets. I'm not. I again, I'm no soccer expert, but I get as much into that as I get into anything. And now it's like, don't get me wrong. I'll be whatever time of day it comes on. I'll I'll be watching it. But it was perfect most of the time when it's just the middle of the summer. Yeah, but instead, they have to go have it in, in Qatar where it's too hot to do it. And they it's have too much going on. Building yeah, all these stadiums that's and yeah. All this other so stuff. beyond the I mean, there's me. just – it's it's just awful. So, right. you know, I look forward to when it comes to North America. And Ooh. if somewhere close, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to go. That Talk about international sport, though, awesome. and trophies, gold medals in the Olympics, man. That has to be up there, right? Yeah, I guess I would – I mean, I wouldn't I would think hope it so. because it's not trophies, but yes. I mean, an Olympic gold medal. Yeah, Olympic gold medal is amazing. It's iconic. Yeah, it's iconic. And then, like the you know, playing your your country's anthem, you're standing on a podium like around all those people. That's got to be. That's up there. Yeah, that's That's, if we're if we're including it in trophies. Yes, I think it's a trophy. I think I think that might be. But you could even argue that's number one. I would. Um, But no, the Stanley Cup is number one. Fair enough. I, I, well, no, you do. You disagree. Yeah, you disagreed already. You don't. You don't. You don't like. It's okay for you to have a different opinion than me. I just want you to understand that. It's it's the gold medal at the Olympics. Yeah, and you and and you keep the gold medal like yeah. forever. Yeah, it's not like a even if you win as a team, you still have your own gold medal. Yeah, that's cool. It's not like it's a it's shared by every individual right. if you're in a team uh, event. But yeah, no, that's that's a good one. All right, a little trophy talk here on the Great Scott Show, ESPN Lafayette, the best ticket in sports on a Tuesday. Nick Sheremy, Blaze Bro in the house, and we come back. An on-five draft of the worst things that can happen when you travel. A lot of you are traveling this summer. I hope none of these things happen to you. Don't go anywhere. This is ESPN Lafayette, the best ticket in sports. We're right back right after this. Into the great Scott show, ESPN Lafayette, the best ticket in sports. Nick Sheremy, Blaze Bro, in the house. You're hearing him this week. You'll hear him uh, quite a bit next week with Lynn. 
uh, on I guess, J- July the 6th, that Wednesday through the following week. Uh, I'll be on with my show the rest of this week and then the day after the 4th of July, and then I'll be taking some time off, and uh, Lynn and these fellas will hold down the forts. want to remind you guys that happening all summer is Lafayette. Eat local, enjoy delicious food, support local business, and uh, win a trip. Pretty simple. Download the Eat Lafayette Passport. Visit LafayetteTravel.com for details on how to do it if you haven't already. And every time you eat at one of the 100 participating Eat Lafayette restaurants, you have an entry into the contest. You register to win a trip to Charlotte, North Carolina, all expense paid, three days, lodging, all that good stuff. Now, if you are traveling this summer, and most of you are, you know, I thought about this, fellas, because I have two sisters, their families, they live, they don't live in Louisiana, they live away, and one was going to visit the other, and the nightmare of travel that they had to get there, I mean, multiple flights canceled, having to stay in another city, uh, losing out money because they had booked something to be where they were going to be. It just it was just a disaster. It's so bad they, right now. They got there two days late. Like I'm glad. Like I'm traveling uh some this summer, but I'm not I'm not flying anywhere. So I'm glad I can That's just good. I can just, you know, drive. But let's do a little draft here of uh, an on five draft. We do a lot of on five during the summer of worst things that can happen to you while you travel. Now, I want to keep it within the realm of like Somewhat reality. I'm not saying that nothing really heinous and awful couldn't happen to you when you travel, but we're going to stay off of stuff like being mugged or robbed or shot <laughs> or getting in an accident. You know, things that, that are unfortunate, but, like, obviously that goes without saying. Yes, you don't want to, like, you know, get shot whenever you're traveling. We're talking about stuff that I think everyone could relate to, like, oh, man, you know, that that does that does stink. So uh, I don't know if we'll get 15 things out of this, but I, I bet we do. Um, Nick, I will let you go first this time. I think Blaze went first last time. And uh, I'll go in the middle, and then, uh, Blaze, you can round it out. So, Nick, go ahead and and start us off here. All right, you guys can shout at me if this is too specific like you did for the soccer stuff. But, uh, so, when you leave, right, you go on a flight, you go on a long road trip, and you get to your hotel, you forgot something at home, that sucks. You go to the store, you buy more of it. When you take all your stuff from home, you don't forget anything, but you leave something at the hotel or wherever you went and then go back home, that's worse. Okay. That feels way worse. So leaving something at your – yeah, I, I that's that's a good one. That's that you a good bought one. over there? So something that you bought over there? It could, be, there, it could be something you bought over there, like a souvenir, or it could be like you know, your favorite tie. Or, leaving you know, something on vacation. Yeah, and, and like I – yes, I can relate to that. You said specific. Has this happened to you before? Oh, yeah, dozens of times. It sounds like you're just forgetful. Oh, of course, yeah. <laughs> Naturally, yeah. Dozen, like you said, dozens. So it's happened like what, like thirty six or more? Like, well, okay, maybe not. So like, <laughs> you make it sound like you have like a serious. I used problem. to go. I used to go on a lot of trips to Disney. My parents would go to Disney. Okay. Like, we go to Disney like every other year, basically. All right. When I was growing up, and uh, almost every time I would end up bringing something, or I would bring something there that that wouldn't get to go back home. Disney has more things in it of mine than my old family home. Wow. Probably at this point. <laughs> I know one thing everyone leaves when they go to Disney, a lot of, and that's money. You leave a lot of money Oh, at yeah, Disney. <laughs> a lot of money on the table. Yeah, All right, no, but that's a good one, man. Like, I I, um, I had to, to fly, gosh, last October, my cousin got married, and I was traveling by myself, actually, which is rare. I mean, usually I'm, I'm with family. So I went 
to Florida and um, on the flight back, I guess it was a connecting flight to Charlotte. But that morning in Florida, this was in Tampa, I was like, shoot, my kids have been asking me to bring them something. Like, I didn't really get to any stores while I was here. I wasn't like in a big city in Florida. So I, I, I overspent for some toys at the airport in Tampa. Oh, wow. And it was for some Bluey toys. You know the cartoon Bluey? Nope. Y'all heard of it? It's great, by the way. But Blue. I love Bluey. It's awesome. Y'all don't know Bluey because y'all are young and don't have kids. But I, I like, and I'd never even seen Bluey toys before, which I'm sure, not like I'm in toy stores a lot. I'm like, oh, they'll, they'll love this. Man, I had it in this bag and connecting flight in Charlotte, got in the plane, and I realized, oh, man, I don't, I don't have them. Like, oh, no. I don't have them. Uh, maybe I left them. I, I couldn't remember where I left them. I, I was like, did I leave them under the seat in the flight from Tampa? Did I leave them? And, you, you know, you fill out these forms and you contact the airline like, hey, this was left under a seat. Describe it, everything, and never got them. And it was like – I definitely spent way too much because it was in an airport. And they're like, oh, Dad, what did you bring us? And I'm like, I don't have anything. I'm sorry. Oh. Just lost forever. That's um, heartbreaking. Yeah, it, well, it, it sucked. But you, could say, you could say you blueyed it. I blew. Oh, my God. <laughs> wow. You, I tell you, you're on fire this morning. I know, You're right? on fire. Uh, it depends what with, your definition <laughs> of on fire is. No, I, I, I'm you, burning alive. You could say am, you blueyed it. That was like a Chandler Bing joke. The way you like, oh, you could say you blewed it. Um, I did, I blew it. But yeah, whether it's whether it's that or whether it's like you said, your favorite shirt. I mean, I oh, I covered a New Orleans Bowl, a number of them. But one year, I like left three of like my best T-shirts there, and like I got home. It's New Orleans. I'm like, I friends, I could you know, I call Marriott, and they're like, no, no, your room's completely empty. I'm like, it's not. Like I know they're in that drawer, but. Either that's housekeeping that, just yeah, threw them away, or it was awful. I love my t-shirts. I was like, Damn, well, and that's crushing because the best t-shirts are often yeah. times ones you can't recreate. Like you can't buy them. You anymore. got a only, favorite shirt? Man. Only one of them I had. Like I was able to get another one. The other two were gone forever. That's that's crushing, especially favorite clothes, favorite shirt, favorite. Pants. All right, so that's a good one. Nick's starting us off strong. All right, leaving something on vacation or a business trip, just anywhere. If you're traveling, you go somewhere else and you leave something there and don't get it home. Uh, all right, I'm going to go next. I'm just going to say, um, I'm just going to go with, I guess, a, 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 an obvious one, and that's what losing when the when the airline loses your bags. Oh yeah, yeah. you know, airline loses your luggage, you're kind of screwed. And they're like, we well, can come back later. Well, like I can't come here. I still have another two hour drive to make, and then you're, just, I don't know, you're either having to spend money on clothes or just wear dirty clothes. It's just bad. There's no, and then when you finally get it back, it's just like. Sorry. Yeah. You know, it's like you oh, get yeah. anything yeah. other than just, you know, headaches from it. So I, that's my top choice in the draft. That's All right, Blaze, you, a snake draft. You get back to back picks here. So my first one I'm going to go with happened to me just recently uh, a delayed flight. I was on my way back from uh, Turks and Caicos, and we had a flight into Charlotte that was supposed to connect over into Lafayette. And I was supposed to have an interview for, just before I got hired on here, an interview for a job the next day. So I was getting back. We're supposed to get back into Lafayette at like midnight that night. The flight kept getting pushed back, pushed back to the point to where it got canceled altogether. It was just done. And so it's midnight at that point. We're having a scrounge around for a hotel. Every other person's flight around us got canceled as well because it was bad weather. So every all the hotels around us were booked up. We ended up staying in a really sketchy part of town in Charlotte. And it was like real dingy, rundown motel. It was like 2.30 by the time oh. we finally got checked in. 
We had to be up by 6.30 so we can catch our flight in time from Charlotte. And Awful. then because our flight got canceled, we there was no flights back into Lafayette. So if we wanted to get back home, which I was supposed to have an interview, I was like, I kind of need to get back home. I was like, you know, what can we do? So we ended up having to fly into New Orleans, oh rent a car, God. and drive two hours back to Lafayette. So Awful. that was... Delayed flight, because delayed flight can come with a lot of stuff. Exactly. Of course. Yeah, and, and then, you know, he ends up working here instead, so. Yeah, it, it actually it works out for the better. I did get the interview a pushback a day, Delayed but. flight. Delayed flight, if you have a connecting flight, it's awful. If it happens the way it did to you, that's awful. That's just, did y'all consider just sleeping in the airport, or was that not allowed? So my, I really hope they're not listening. But my, my, dad, <laughs> my, dad, my dad's wife is, uh, she... I'm not gonna call her high class, but she she doesn't she doesn't she wouldn't the whole airport sleeping thing that wouldn't fly with her no not you at all. You don't want to just okay. sleep in a chair at the airport. Yeah, yeah right. I mean, so no, I, that's, I, fair. that's not. I wouldn't call that. that high class. Yeah, I, mean, it's, yeah, you know, I, I think that's normal. They do have some <laughs> nice like rocking chairs in certain parts Ooh, of the Charlotte true. airport, but you you got to grab it. Right. Like yeah, you got to get them quick. You know, you got to get them quick, and I don't know. Uh, delayed flight that stinks, but. I imagine she probably didn't love staying at a the, the dingy oh, hotel. She you was about not either. excited about it at all. <laughs> she was not happy. My dad was like, "All right, all right, look, here we go." Uh, so, I'm gonna go. This also happened to us on the way there. Uh, getting waking up late for your flight. So that happened to us, and we actually missed our flight on the way to this trip. On sleeping the beginning, in. sleeping yeah, in, sleeping, sleeping in. in on uh, departing day. Okay, so. Going there and going back, we had a lot of issues with flights, and uh, so we we woke up real late. We had got to the flying out of Lafayette. We got to the airport, and uh, we got there like our flight left at seven, and we got there at around six twenty. So normally, if you're if your flight attendant is yeah. a little experienced, they can get you on, still hurry up, check you in. But the guy had just started working there like three days ago, and on top of that, it's Lafayette, very tiny airport. He was the only guy working American Airlines. So he left. He was like, I'll be right back. They grabbed him to go load the plane. He didn't come back for 45 minutes. We missed our flight. And it was on us. Luckily, we got everything extended free of charge. So it worked out oh, for us, God. but heartbreaking in the that's moment. A, that's, yeah, that's yeah. a bro issue right there. Yeah. yeah that is a, that's I, a I, like, no offense. I think of, like, it sucks. and it's But I'm, I'm drafting stuff where it's like, well, I'm about to be a hypocrite because someone could say this could be a me issue as well. My next pick is, like, when you got to go. And you're anywhere where you don't want to go. Yeah, you know what I mean. When you when you got the old when when and I'm not talking about number one. Yeah, I was about to say I think we're talking specifics. I here. mean, I don't care where. I don't care if it's a flight. I don't care if it's you're on the road and there's only some bad gas stations. Yeah, yeah, wherever yeah. it is, just think of worst place where you don't want to do it, and then your body's just not. It, not cooperating. You know, I would so, hold it. I was yeah. trained for school in high school. I did not. I would not yeah, go to high school at all. That's the only thing good about the American school system: not letting you use the restroom. I didn't go much in high there. school either. But there was one time where it was like there was no choice. I mean, every now and then, you say that, Blaze. <laughs> one day your body will just not cooperate. There is a possibility. There is no actually. God, y'all see now. Now I've got a story. This is ESPN Lafayette. I'm Scott Prather. Nick Sheremy, Blaze Bro, in here. This is the On Five Draft segment. This is a true story. I went to a um, sports radio conference in Phoenix uh, years ago. This is when I was still living in New Orleans. I was pretty young, and I was just trying to go and shake some hands, meet some people, learn some things. So the flight back to New Orleans, it was a connection in Dallas, and I was getting on the flight to from Phoenix, and I don't know, like they had some. Uh, I have, I'm a type one diabetic, so I was like, they had a they had a a, a store 
a shop that was like sugar-free foods or whatever. It's like, oh, this this might be different. As I got older, I realized a lot of sugar-free stuff, if it's like claiming to be, it's one thing to be like sugar-free salad dressing or, uh, you know, sure. uh, Sprite Zero. But if it's like Reese's peanut butter cup sugar-free <laughs> or something like, <laughs> probably a bad idea. But I, I was just younger. I'm like, this might be interesting. Let me check this out. What I really should have done is got some actual candy in case my blood sugar got low. But we get on the flight, and then my blood sugar starts getting low, and I'm, I ask the stewardess for orange juice, and she's total B. Like, uh, <laughs> you're supposed to uh, take care of that yourself. I'm like, ma'am, I, I really, you know, this is a medical emergency. Is, yeah, what? And she's like, well, you, you should have had something. So I, like, she does eventually go and get the orange juice, but I'm looking at this, like, bag of candy that doesn't have much sugar in it. I'm, like, desperate. I'm like, let me eat, like, eight or nine of these just to, because it has a little bit of carbs just in it. Enough, Maybe it'll yeah. help a little. Then she finally brings the OJ. In the, in the, and by the way, the peanut butter cups weren't that great. Of course not. So no, then, like, sure. we're starting to take off. I'm, you know, I'm kind of, you know, getting my senses about me, and then I look on the back of this wrapper, or not wrapper, it was kind of like a bag, basically. And it's like I'm reading the ingredients, and then it says um, – Warning: If you uh, if you don't typically eat this ingredient, you may experience, you know, uh, it may act as a laxative. Oh wow! <laughs> oh no! And I was just, <laughs> oh, no. you know, I, I don't remember what I'd eaten. I'd eaten some at the airport. It was, it was like it was a later flight. It was like at it was like late afternoon, evening, and I was just like, oh god, you know. And I'm next to his young girl his daughter and they're real friendly and i'm just like how long was the flight i don't remember it's phoenix to dallas and oh. i was just like and it was a connecting flight so i didn't want to miss the connecting flight right, right. i don't know i mean i was younger i was and i was like in much better shape you know i was like it was like blaze i was like i'm gonna fight this thing off somehow and my i mean when i say it was uncomfortable it was extremely uncomfortable i don't think i could pull it off now i managed to get to dallas and just, it was, I made the next flight, barely. Ugh. But, yeah, it was it was bad, guys. I'll spare everyone all the other details. But that I, remember, I remember, like, I got back and my mom asked how the trip was. And then I was telling her that story. She just started laughing hysterically. It's like She's like, oh, I wish I could have seen your face when you read that on the label. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, yes, number two, my number two draft pick. It could be wherever, right? Whether it be a flight, whether it be when you're driving, but like when you gotta go and you gotta go and you need somewhere, that is number two. All right, on five snake draft back to you, Nick. All right, well, so this one is not from personal experience. This is from stories from friends and stuff that I've heard. But what I can understand being pretty tough on a vacation or on any kind of travel is uh, if you're traveling with other people and you guys get in some kind of fight or like a like a verbal altercation of some sort and you're in a bad mood mm-hmm. and then having to ex- exist in the same space as that person mm-hmm. for, you know, up to a week sometimes. Yeah. Especially if you're not family. I imagine it'd be uh, pretty awkward. Yeah, yeah, we're just going to put a, a, a awkward communication? No, that doesn't work. Just, we'll just put awkwardness uh, with inescapability. There you go. That's your That's second a, pick. There you go. All right, well, you, you got back-to-back picks here. Um, And then I'll go... Bouncing right off of that, I guess I'll go to um, uh, traffic. Oh, damn. Traffic yeah, when yeah. you're taking a road trip? Yeah, sure. This is next like, on my list. You just took mine. I mean, same here. This is, it's the worst. Yeah. 
You're just cruising on an interstate, and then boom. Oh, Mason man. Bridge, man. I mean, we Hit were you every time traffic I, jam. No, yeah. that's that's 100. In fact, I should have actually picked that one before. Maybe but. not even traffic, just traffic jams. When uh, we were driving back, my mom and my dad and I from uh, I want to say I'm not sure exactly where we were driving back from. I want to say maybe Tennessee. I don't know. It was one of our one of our trips we had taken when I was in high school. We were driving back, and um, we were stuck between these two 18 wheelers. And I guess one of them didn't see us, and he started to merge into the lane we were in, and we were trapped. Like it was a Fast and the Furious situation of you know, yeah, we were about to be underneath a, a trailer. We had to slam on the brakes and get out of the way. But that was, and that wasn't even a traffic jam actually. That was just traffic on yeah, the road no, that's being just scary, irresponsible. So, right? Yeah, we had to stop for the night because it was just like we're not driving anymore. Mm-hmm. These people are just too insane. Yeah. So traffic issues like that are just killers for any of the vibes of a trip absolutely my dad and i went to south carolina about six weeks ago and uh for something and we were driving back it was a long drive but the drive there you know we split it up we stayed somewhere in atlanta the drive back we got stuck five traffic jams and i mean like an accident where it just stopped completely and we were we were hopeful to make it all the way back and we had to just like sleep in some sketchy motel in mississippi because we're like we're gonna get back now because we've just been sitting in bumper to bumper uh, it was bad. All right, uh, my number three pick, I'm going to say um, when your phone dies or any kind of tablet. Yes. I mean, you, you, you're, if, you're, if you're on a, especially when you're on a flight, even if you're driving, you need to call or your directions. So, I mean, it's definitely a 2022 problem. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But it's a problem. I mean, I, I used to just use actual maps when I was younger. I mean, I don't need to do that yeah. anymore. I just. You know, use the phone. So when your phone dies and you can't call, or if you're a passenger in a plane say, or every, a boat or a car and you can't, you can't look at you know your Twitter or whatever. It's just bad when your phone dies and there's no charger around. Twelve year old me is pumping sucks. his fist in the air right now because that was exactly my experience. Any phone, t- my kids' tablets. Yeah. You know, if it's a long trip, it's like, uh oh, we're yeah. we're screwed right now. I have a, I have like multiple battery packs I now carry with me. Just in case, because I've had situations where that's come back to really bite me in the butt if any of my tablets or phones were to die. So I have like two to three battery packs if I'm traveling somewhere. He comes prepared. All right. Yeah, you got back-to-back picks here, Blaze. Uh, so I'm going to go, this is specific to car traveling, but uh, breakdowns or any inconveniences with your car. I've had flat tires. We'll say mechanical issues. Yes. Yeah. I've had to like highway busy, like 18-wheelers full on pull over and change a flat tire and it's just it's not a very fun or uh nerve settling situation when you're on the side of a highway and you got cars blowing right past you about to knock your car off the of the very unstable jack you have already that comes in the in the automatic with the got with it. your car so not fun and then uh this one's very hyper specific but I'm gonna say if you're riding with somebody not very good music choice. Oh is oh, when when music selection is out of your hands. Yes, yeah. exactly, exactly. And if you if you I don't know if you have, I imagine everybody does. You have that one friend in the friend group. Your music styles, your personalities are not the same. So obviously, your music styles are going to differ. And they just listen to something that's completely not yours, but it's their car. So it's like, what are you going to say? Can't say anything. Yep. Yeah. Yep. No, totally, that's good. That's good. That's uh, really good all right, I'm going to pick motion sickness. Oof. You can yep. get it on a plane. You can get it in a car. You can get it on a boat. Anytime you're traveling. Motion sickness. I mean, you ever go like drive through the a mountainous area and every road is so windy and you're constantly taking big cuts and maybe you're maybe it's altitude if you're somewhere you're not used to. Just any kind of motion sickness is 
Yeah. Everybody can agree. That's that's awful. Yeah, and if get, it's a long travel, it just makes it that much more miserable. Ooh, yeah, I don't get like yeah. rocking motion sickness. I, I'm very comfortable on boats. I grew up on them. But uh, altitude, like vertigo, my vertigo hits me bad. I don't that's like real. heights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's bad. Motion sickness. All right, Nick, you got your last two picks here. Last two? Um, shoot. Uh, I think I'll have to go with that feeling you get when you come back home from a vacation of like so that's oh, it yeah like the the drive the back when you, when you impression have to, yeah that's, dread yeah no that's that's a great one the dread yeah that's a great one post vacation depression it's like you get zapped back into you need a vacation from your vacation yes like when you have to travel back and you're going to work the next day <sighs> Is there anything worse than that travel back? So this is a, uh, that's a great point because my parents have gotten very good at when they come back, they'll come back on a Friday. So they oh, get the girl. Saturday that's and Sunday so off. Hands up. I've been doing it for yeah. years. Yeah. I've been doing it for years. And I never understood that When as I a get kid, back from my next trip, there's going to be several days to like unwind and get back yeah. into right. a rhythm and get my sleep schedule See, back before it's like. As a kid, you don't understand that. But as you, you know, gotten older with school, job, you realize that that's. That's smart. Very smart. I didn't understand it until last November, that thing you just said, because I I went on a trip to New Orleans with my girlfriend. We went to see John Mulaney. Um, And then on the Sunday, we woke up, and it just so happened. I was like, um, they happen to have Saints tickets on sales for really cheap. They were playing the Falcons that week. So we just decided to go to a Saints game. And uh, it was when we were getting ready to go to the Saints game, I got a text from my boss for the the company I worked for at the time, and I was like, hey, we got this thing. You got to be here this time. And I, I just... We had to leave that Falcons game in like halfway through the fourth quarter, get in my car, and start driving home. And I had to go straight to work. Yeah, like in sucks. my in my Saints gear. Like that it was sucks. the worst experience of my life. That's that sucks. Just the the going straight into it, and I I totally relate to the post vacation depression because you know yeah. it was a good trip. You've been like excited about it for a while, so it's it's getting snapped back into reality, which takes a day or two, coupled with man, it's over. Yeah. Like it's yeah. done. That thing I was like anticipating, I was so excited about for so long, it's over with. Uh, all right, you got one more, Nick. Oh, um, well, I think you just said it. I mean, work calls. Yeah, work calls. Work calls. Yeah, work calls. Work calls yeah. when you're traveling or on vacation. Now it's different if it's a work trip, obviously. Now, but if it's a vacation, that's that's rough. Well, interestingly enough, though, I actually so because I I kind of do a lot. I wear a lot of different hats because uh, I was I was still working. I'm still working at the Cajun Dome. In, here in Lafayette, but I was also doing contract work, doing a, a documentary, um, and I was on a bus going to Bogalusa to a record studio. While I was on that bus, I was getting phone calls from work saying, "Hey, can you help fix this?" Yeah. So I was on a different work trip, getting calls for my other job. It happens. That was just the worst work calls. Yeah. All right. My last pick. I'm just gonna say uh, when when you're in the wrong, the most unfortunate seat. So maybe you're back row middle on a plane. You can't go back. You're by an engine, like all, you're next to the bathroom. If you're on a bus and you're in the back by the bathroom, you can't lean back. Or maybe you're not in the back, but you're next to somebody that's, you know, they they need some DR. They reek. Just just say the worst seat in the house. That is is my last pick in our draft of... The worst things to happen to you when you travel. And Blaze, you now have the final selection. 
I'm going to say, uh, and this is also kind of, I guess it could go to flying as well, but it's kind of specific to driving. Uh, bad weather conditions. I hate driving like when it's pouring down rain, especially if you're on the highway and you're just in the middle of like a monsoon. It's not good at all. There yeah, and go. specifically on a long drive because it's like there's no end in sight. Like you yeah. just got to ride this thing out. Exactly. Roll, roll through it, man. Yeah. All right. There's our non-sports on five of the worst travel stories. What's the worst thing that's happened to you at a at a sporting event that you attended? Not as work, but in person. At a sporting event. Hmm. So we tie back into sports before I let you guys run. Uh, I could go first. At the Sunbelt Conference Championship this past year, uh, I was there with a couple of my friends. Baseball or basketball? Or? Sorry, football. Football. Yeah. Yeah, we have so many, it's kind of hard to keep track. You right? was in, a, in all of them. Let's go. Um, no, at the Sunbelt Conference Championship for football uh, this past year, I was there with uh, one, uh, a couple of my friends, my girlfriend, and um, someone threw their hat. I guess they were trying to throw it to someone or trying to throw someone's hat back to them, and it landed on the field. And, of course, the security guards come walking up ready to throw somebody out. They walk right past the guy who threw to you. it out to me and my buddies. They threw my buddy out because they th- because – I have reasons, but I I don't think it's for the right reason. Okay. And, uh, yeah, that was – it made what should have been a very exciting experience a very angering experience. Yeah, that stinks. That's awful. Uh, So, yeah, that was probably the worst thing that's happened to me. Okay. I once left uh, my insulin bag at a sporting event. That was rough. Oh, Oh, no. That's bad. I was younger. We were were on the road, and I was like, oh. That was a hard thing to to come back and get. But, uh, yeah. Can't really leave that. No. Uh, Blaze, what's, what about you? Uh, When I was younger, I had a – we used to camp out at the LSU games all day long, and I caught uh, caught heat stroke, borderline heat stroke, and then we oh still God. had to go to the game that night. And my dad's just like one of those people. He's like, you know. Oh, yeah. You're going to rough it you're out. Gonna like, I, there. Like, you're going to be there. Like, games, I paid like. for these tickets. Like, you're going to be here. So, like, I was like – headaches, like borderline vomiting, just nauseous for the whole game. It was, it was Dude, not fun. I, I knew a guy – bring up LSU. I knew a guy – when he was young, he might have been in high school. Um, his dad was like, "We're we're going to be at the LSU games." They were they were hanging out by the old Mike the Tiger in the old cage, not the big sanctuary they have now. And Mike the Tiger peed all over him. Oh no! All no over way, him, dude. dude. And no this kid's way. like, I don't know, fourteen or fifteen. And I mean, you talk about reeked. And they're they don't li- they're live and laugh yet. So they're and his dad was like, "We're not leaving. Like we're going to the game tonight." And he just made his son just, he couldn't let him leave. Oh, my goodness. I don't know if he, like, maybe they <laughs> Boy, went and got, dude. like, a new shirt at the store. But say, still, at least get a new shirt. But you still, like, reek of tiger you know? urine. Like, oh, I would I be, like, as a dad, like, we got to find something. Go to like, the store or something. Yeah. We got to find somewhere. Go to a sink. Like, clean yeah, up somewhere. But you know something. how it is. It's, I, you know, I think the game was, like, two hours away. He's like, we're not, not missing the game. Yeah. And yeah. Needless to say, uh, a kid did grow up to be an LSU fan, but hates the Tigers. Did they, hates did they, right did the they win that game? Because I, I, I imagine at the time, at the time, there's no way that was funny. But it, as he's got to look back now and be like, I got peed on by Mike the Tiger. I guess. I haven't talked to this guy in years, but I remember when he was in high school, he's like, I hate that bleeping Tiger. <laughs> I, I, I'd imagine probably as an adult now, he can laugh about it. I mean, dude, you that's funny. Oh, I could you go on about Mike the Tiger. How many people could say that? That's I don't know. hilarious. I could go on for hours about how I think live mascots are dumb, but for oh, another day, no. and another we might day. have to do on five of best or worst, worst. mascots. That'd be a live good one. Mascots. mascots. Anyway, um, that's gonna do it though for 
uh, Nick Sheremy and Blaze Bro here on this Tuesday. You'll be hearing these guys more throughout the summer on our airways and moving forward here at ESPN Lafayette. Fellas, thanks for coming in and talking a little, talking a little uh, Jersey etiquette and bad things, worst things that can happen to you whenever you're traveling. I appreciate it, guys, and uh, we'll talk to you again soon. Yes, right, sir. Thanks for having us, man.